0: episode 130 of the shock shock nicks podcast on the posting and toasting podcast network sean saint Jacques back here with you for another week of Knicks and nba talk merry christmas everybody happy kwanzaa if you're listening towards this at the end of the weekend or if you're listening to it next week an early happy new year and a happy holidays to everybody out there, if you're listening to this podcast during Christmas weekend, thank you so much. You guys have always been so great listening to this podcast during the holidays. It, it really is an honor to be part of your holiday season in this form. And the fact that you choose to listen during this stretch um, every year means a lot. I was checking before the show and, uh, the first episode we did for this podcast was July 1st, 2019. So in July of next year, it'll be three years since we started this podcast. So we're about two and a half years in and you guys have been amazing every step of the way. So I can't thank you guys enough for that. I hope you're enjoying your Christmas weekend heading into Kwanzaa beginning on Sunday. And of course the new year beginning next Friday. So where do we begin? Right? Where do we begin? Um, as you're opening up your presents, you're probably getting ready for Nick's Hawks. Again, uh, Nick's wizards is on the night the podcast is being recorded. So we're going to talk about that one next week um let's just start with the week that was uh with the knicks uh you know a lot of the nba news this week is covid related and we touched a lot on that last week um the the stuff's fresh but it's really just you know more people having to go through the protocols and um you know i've said my piece uh, if, if you want to hear my full thoughts on the current situation uh with covid and the new um variant and how sports is dealing with it. Uh, I discussed it on last, last week's podcast. Uh, I'm not going to rehash it. I think I spent maybe half an hour on it last week, something like that. It tends to be something I talk about a lot when I discuss it. So if you want to touch on that with me a little bit more, last week's podcast is the place to go for that. Let's just talk let's just talk the week that was for the Knicks first and uh Overall, it was a good week. Knicks went 2-1 and one, uh, between podcasts this week. And, um, you know, it started with a, uh, a pretty solid road win against a Houston team that had been surging. They're not great, obviously. But they had kind of pulled themselves um, out of a really historically bad start to the season to be somewhat competitive. And the Knicks stepped on their throats pretty early uh, in this game and put them to bed. So, it, overall overall in this game uh the biggest thing was the bench the bench was massive not that the starters weren't but you know derrick rose played 12 minutes as a starter didn't score a point uh noel played 18 minutes as a starter not that he's he's expected to score but he didn't score any points either all the starters uh uh, well actually alec burke struggled too as a starter nine points did have nine rebounds but he really was in, in a bit of a funk on the offensive end on the night so it was randall's 21 and six assists and six rebounds it was fournier's 23 that was desperately needed but then it was the bench quickly leading all Knicks scores with 24 points off the bench mitchell robinson out of nowhere with 17 points nine rebounds every once in a while he'll give you a really strong offensive game this was that game he had uh, three blocks as well and then deuce mcbride miles mcbride had 15 points led the team with nine assists and four steals and had a bit of a coming out game looked great ended up looking really really strong in a 116 103 much needed knicks win which at the time uh ended a four game losing streak and a streak of uh, seven of the last eight being defeats. Um, I I thought the next game after that, as I'm kind of, you know, sort of zipping through this a little bit, was a crucial one against the Celtics. I thought this was an opportunity for the Knicks to really gain some momentum back. I will say, I was thrilled. Absolutely thrilled to see Kemba Walker back in the starting lineup. He finally came back. Um, the decision to bench him is looking worse and worse now. By the way, by the day, he he looks good. Maybe he needed the time off. I don't know. That that's something that you know hasn't been discussed publicly. Maybe that was an internal matter, uh, an an internal manner to discuss between uh, the players and the coaches. But he looked phenomenal against his former team. Phenomenal. Had 29 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. I think he fouled out actually in this game. He it was a vintage Kemba display. And listen, you know, by by the way, wasn't the Knicks leading score? That was the other former Celtic Evan Fournier. He was uh, really good from the field. Uh, shot uh, 13 of 24 from the field. 32 points uh five rebounds three assists and i think he had a couple of steals as well he was phenomenal he was absolutely phenomenal but the knicks didn't get enough from the bench i mean i know the knicks have, listen the knicks have been shorthanded right that's the other thing that should be noted during this stretch they're just getting rj barrett back off of covid Obi Toppin is just coming back off of covid that has definitely played a part in this stretch you know to the people that, that reached out to me and said that that is noted. I I am not ignoring that, right? I mentioned that last week, maybe not as much as I should have, because I went, I went uh, and talked about the league at large. So I, 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 I'll admit that, but I I just want to say, I know, I understand, you know, where everyone's, you know, coming from on that. But with that being said, this Knicks team should not have lost seven of eight. I, I just, I still firmly believe that. I think, you know, if you're going from that, Option of like, well, remember who's got COVID. Why is Kemba then still on the bench? Would be my rebuttal to you during that stretch. Like, if there's any time to bring him off the bench, then or, or to put him back in the fold is during that stretch. So I, I I come back to that and I just go, well, then you know one something here doesn't make sense. You know, Kemba looked great. I I just thought that the Knicks uh, didn't play well enough defensively in this game, but. I think part of that was because they were shorthanded, you know, part of that was that they were shorthanded, and uh, listen, they they came out and and really stuck up the joint, I thought, in the first half, but in the third quarter, they were phenomenal, clawed it back, you know, made it a game, and then in the fourth, I think just because of a lack of depth in this game, Knicks only played eight guys uh, in this game, very unlike the Knicks and by the way, the bench combined uh, to score three points. That's not going to get it done, obviously. But listen, the Knicks didn't have you know some of their usual suspects. You know, Rose didn't play. Quickly, did not play. You know, obviously you've been without Toppin and Barrett. That plays a uh, a role here. And I just wanted to I, I just wanted to throw that out there because uh, this was a game I thought the Knicks really could have used, but in the end, the Celtics won it one fourteen. 107 and listen you compare uh the benches so you know the celtics also played eight guys however they got a monster uh bench output from peyton pritchard who had 16 and you also got 27 points out of josh richardson which you know along with brown and tatum combining for 48 was enough just about celtics almost let this one slip away but um you know that was enough to get the celtics over the top and, and again this could have been a big chance for the knicks to, to gain some ground on the celtics they would have gotten back i believe uh to a tie with the celtics if they had won this game but it ended up not uh not to be so th- this was the tough one because i thought you know if the knicks could beat a quality team get back into the mix here uh, could have gotten some momentum luckily luckily the Knicks were able to uh, to finish this week between podcasts as we do it around here. Strong uh, with a convincing win over the team with the worst record in the NBA. Last time I checked, the Detroit Pistons, uh, 105-91 at the guard. The Knicks have needed a guard and win, it feels like, for ages now. And they were able to get it. Once again, Kemba was great. 21 points. I know he took 21 shots, but he had eight rebounds and five assists and only two turnovers. If you get anywhere around 20 points, five assists, five rebounds, and less than three turnovers from Kemba, you're going to be jumping for joy, because that is a great night from Kemba Walker. Randall had 21, Fournier, Fournier again, finally back-to-back 20-plus point games, had 22, and Mitchell Robinson had a big double-double off the bench for 14 rebounds, 17 points. He's been key, I think, to these last few games as well. Having scoring outputs from Mitchell Robinson of note where he's able to make an impact on both ends of the floor cuz he's good for for 8 to 10 rebounds and three blocks a night. Mitchell Robinson's going to if he's playing, he's going to block multiple shots. He's going to get close to if not over double digit rebounds he's going to give you that it's whether or not he's going to score the basketball and when he does i don't have it i don't have a stat for this but the knicks tend to do well or win when he scores a lot of points you know over 10 points the knicks normally have a better chance of winning so i don't think it's much of a coincidence here that you know Robinson has been good offensively and the Knicks have won games when you have that extra scoring option when Barrett's not in there you know when Toppin's not in there to give you double figures off the bench and when you know Alec Burks is cooled down a bit because Alec Burks had that phenomenal run when the Knicks were losing a bunch of games in a row when he was giving you 15 20 25 points a night but the Knicks didn't have enough behind it to, to get to get wins but now that he's cooled off other guys are stepping up and this was uh, listen the knicks had to win this game you know you, you can't drop a game like this at home to detroit when you're trying to build some momentum going into the new year but this was a game where i, I felt a little bit better about the Knicks. not not a ton better Knicks had to beat a quality team you know that's the next The next step, because the Knicks have gotten back on track, but two of the wins have been against two of the worst teams in the league. Now, and again, you'll know the result before, uh, or I should say, you know, you'll know the result before this podcast gets released. But the Wizards game tonight's a big game. Knicks have, I think, the Knicks have got to win this one because then you would go into Atlanta with a chance to get, or I should say, go go to home on Christmas Day against Atlanta with a legitimate chance to still get back to 500 before. The new year so that that is really what the knicks need to to aim for you there's still three games below 500 they at last place still in the atlantic so if you can you know if you can grab this game against the wizards tonight it you got every chance to get back to above 500 or at 500 at least before the end of the year because you've got atlanta and then those three games on the road minnesota detroit and okc before you turn the page to 2022 and head to toronto so That's the good news, right? Because the good news is, you know, on top of that, Barrett will be back against the Wizards. Toppin will be back against the Wizards. The bad news is, obviously, uh, just to, you know, look at everything here, is that now you're going to be without Derrick Rose, which is a huge loss, obviously. Rose has been out a little bit with an ankle injury. He's now got to have surgery on that ankle, and he's going to be out for at least eight weeks. That's a big loss. No question about it. Could not have come at a worse time, right? And uh it helps that, you know, Barrett and Toppin are coming back while this is happening. That's a big deal. And I don't know if there's any, you know, well, let's you know, Derek, let's let's see if you can let's see if you can figure this out, and then if you're not feeling great, then when the guys come back you can do what you have to do. I hope that's not what it was, because it it should just come down to how the player is feeling and that and to be fair i don't know that uh, i could that could very well have been the case but it's one of those deals where you're just hoping that derrick rose will be healthy after this after the eight weeks for the rest of the season and during that stretch that the knicks can get back on track here they need to figure this out and i keep saying 500 for a reason because in the eastern conference for playoff teams you need to be at or above 500 if the knicks can get back to that point sooner rather than later that's when you can kind of you know take your hand away from the panic button fully and say they're back on track they're back where they need to be you know they're back to being a playoff team a potential playoff contender that can make some noise in the playoffs if everything goes well you know and listen Even against Detroit at times the Knicks you know looked like they were shorthanded no question about it but that's why having Kemba Walker back is big and I mentioned Mitchell Robinson's points in this game were crucial Evan Fournier having a big night he had a couple of huge buckets in the fourth quarter to kind of put this game away so in the end um it was a big win just to see the you know to see the knicks you know win a couple out of three but also take care of business at home keep yourself in with a chance of getting back to 500 before 2022 and just gain a little bit of momentum before these guys come back from covid and before you're going to be without Derek rose for a couple of months so that's that's the deal and again depending and it's at least eight weeks so we might not see Derek Rose again until maybe February, March. That's what we're looking at right now. Maybe closer to the end of March, early April, depending on how this this whole thing shakes out. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. It's clearly been nagging him, and hopefully he'll be able to get fully healthy off of this. But the good news is uh, again, R.J. Barrett and Obi Toppin coming back off of COVID protocols at a good time. Nicks actually today signed uh Danwell House Jr. to a 10-day contract as well for some reinforcements, guy that can really shoot the 3 and, and make an impact more specifically again this is a Tom Thibodeau coach team on the defensive end of the floor. You know, guy that guy that's been, you know, doing that really well since he uh you know came out of Texas A&M and obviously most notably uh with his uh with the Rockets. You know, I don't know. I think he's a Fresno kid. I don't know how close Fresno is to, (laughs) I was going to say his hometown team, but I don't know how close Fresno is to, uh, to Houston. Uh, Texas is a big old state. So they say everything's bigger in Texas, obviously, but, uh, I'm trying to see what the, uh, (laughs) what the drive would be. I'm already starting to see like flights. So I can't imagine this is very, uh, this is, or, uh, this is going to be a quick thing, but, uh, let's see. Oh, it's not that bad. That's not bad at all. You can argue that's a hometown. That's a hometown team. That's 33 minutes outside of Houston, Fresno, Texas. So guess you can argue he did. He did play for his hometown team. I don't know if he was a Texas or Houston, Houston, uh, Rockets fan growing up. He probably, probably could have been, but, uh, it's only 33 minutes outside of, uh, of Fresno, Texas. So clo- much closer than I thought. Uh, but anyway, he's in New York with, with the Knicks now and uh, hopefully can make uh, a little bit of an impact, give the Knicks a bit of a boost um, as the season goes on. Really quick, um, because I do have to take a break in a second, we'll talk more Knicks uh, second half of the show here and we'll, and we'll talk more big picture NBA. And, and, and I do want to go through the Christmas Day slate uh as well I, I do want to uh to run through that christmas day storylines um as well but uh, really quick before um we do take that break brief mention again uh, of the covid fallout in the nba uh, joe johnson of the celtics isaiah thomas of the lakers um have been signed to uh 10-day contracts you mentioned obviously danwell house jr it's ravaged a bunch of rosters i think the lakers are are one of the teams that's been hit the hardest by this uh the nets have been hit pretty hard dallas has lost a ton of players due to this as well um at one point the miami heat as well uh and orlando's had to make a bunch of changes as well in the last week so a lot of teams, uh, I should say uh, Toronto has had to, to make a lot of call-ups and make a few changes as well. So it continues. And, and I hope that, you know, if you're getting together with family uh, during the holiday season, um, to make sure everybody is, you know, feeling good, you know, and, and if, you know, uh, if someone has symptoms, hopefully the symptoms are just a cold and not COVID, obviously. So that's, that's, that's what I'm hoping. And obviously, uh, those are for people that are vaccinated. If you're not vaccinated, um, please get vaccinated. It's how this is going to stop, how we're going to get this, uh, to be, um, a more minimal part of our lives than it are, that it is at the moment. And, you know, I, I hope at some point soon we get to the point where, you know, this is just something we talk about once a year when we're getting, you know, our shot for it or, or whatever it ends up being right. That's what I wanted to get to. You know, I I've, I've seen so many things happen with, uh, college basketball, the NBA, the NHL, uh, essentially shutting down as well. Um, you know, just, just postponing all their games and saying, we're, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna, uh, take a break. That's not what I want, but if if that's what they feel like they have to do, that's what they have to do. So it's uh it's crazy. They're gonna pause and uh, I believe the the NHL is coming back the day after Christmas. So we'll see. You know, we will see what happens. They postponed a lot of games uh in the NHL, but um I think actually I think it's the twenty seventh. Twenty sixth or the twenty seventh. I, I think it's the twenty seventh. The NHL is coming back, so hopefully, you know, this is a sign of, of things to come, but we'll see, we'll see, and and by that I mean the latter part, you know, teams, you know, being healthy, fans being healthy, everyone being healthy, and, uh, you know, getting, getting to put COVID behind us, hopefully, you know, college basketball, the Premier League, um, NBA, NHL, everyone's dealing with it around the world right now, and, uh, it's because of the variant and we might have another variant in six months we don't know obviously but uh, the hope is that we'll be able to get past it as quickly as possible and, it, and it's and again i've said this before it comes down to all of us so hopefully you're thinking about that uh, in the back of your mind uh, as the new year kicks off we'll take a break here after the break the nba christmas slate including the knicks and the hawks at msg and we'll send you into the holiday weekend strong after this on the shock shock nicks podcast on the posting and toasting podcast network you know i actually just realized uh during the break this is actually not the last show of the year i'm glad i didn't say that uh going into the break here we do have one more Uh, before the end of 2022 um and that'll be the the new year's eve show and uh, i do want to mention that for programming purposes that there will be a show available starting 9 a.m on new year's eve uh, recapping the nba christmas slate and the week that was after that that will be the last show of the year and uh, then we will go soaring high into 2022 and um, and I'm looking forward to that. So uh, just to, just like we are for this show again, I'm recording this on the 23rd, uh, as we do every Thursday. Haven't missed a show in two and a half years, which is great. And and a big reason for that is you guys, obviously. So again, hope you're enjoying this during your Christmas Eve or Christmas Day on Saturday, or uh, on the day Kwanzaa begins or Boxing Day. Uh, depending on where you're listening th- to this uh, from, on the 26th. So again, um, hope you're enjoying your your holidays, your holiday season as a whole, as we get closer and closer to 2022. And I'll save the rest of my New Year's stuff for next week, because we got one more show, baby, before the end of 2021. Okay, NBA Christmas slate is looking pretty good. Now, I will say this, right? The NBA Christmas Day slate has been what's the what's the right word for it? I I would argue it's been a little up and down the last five years. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not so good. Um, I I I could take or leave uh, NBA games on Christmas Day. Listen, when the Knicks play, I, I try to watch one hundred percent even when the Knicks have been bad um I do try to watch on Christmas day Nick, and what helps is that you know you do presents you have a late breakfast perfect you know the Knicks are normally the first games so you go bam you put the Knicks on for a couple hours you eat lunch and then you roll through the rest of Christmas that's kind of how it tends to go the Knicks normally play early which helps because you know not early enough to deal with to interfere with presents but right at the in the early afternoon where you're kind of just you know you're you're in between meals potentially you know and it, and it helps to you know break up a little bit of the day you get a little Knicks basketball in and then depending on how the rest of the day goes you either check in on the rest of the games maybe watch one more game and then you hang out with the family you have a nice dinner you know you roll through the day so i feel like this is one of the best christmas slates we've had in 5 years arguably i don't have the whole thing in front of me But as far as who's playing who, a little bit of animosity between some of these teams. The amount of stars that we could see. This is a good slate. This is a really good slate. It's Knicks-Hawks at noon. Teams don't like each other. Playoff meeting last season. It's a big game. Big game for both teams. Bucks-Celtics at 2.30. 30. Another solid one with the Bucks, you know, in good shape. Celtics, you know, looking pretty mediocre, but they'll they'll put up a fight. They'll put up a fight, one hundred percent. Game of the day at five: Suns Warriors. Those two, I, I I I can't. I don't think the NBA could have been any happier with how that's turned out for Christmas Day. The two best teams in the NBA meeting right smack dab in the middle of Christmas Day action. That's pretty darn good. Nets Lakers at eight. That's really good. Especially if Katie and LeBron both play. Thank you very much in Staples Center or whatever crypto.com arena. And then in the nightcap, if you're feeling frisky, little Mavs Jazz at night at 10:30. So uh, that's a solid slate right there. 10:30, you know, especially if you're on the East Coast, it's winding down a little bit. You know, maybe you've had your last glass of wine of the evening and uh you're stuffed with christmas treats or christmas feasts and uh you're good to go for luca and spider mitchell at 10:30. that's pretty darn good that's pretty darn good right there um for me uh it's hard to ignore sun's warriors in phoenix that's a really good matchup i'm hoping that the Lakers and Nets go for this at eight o'clock because that's the game out of the five I'd want to watch the most. If I was a neutral, you know, outside of Knicks Hawks, I'd be going between Nets Lakers or Warriors sons. Um, the tough part about Warriors Suns is it's right around dinner time for us. You know, that, that's probably when I normally, I'm, we're getting ready for dinner at like five six o'clock. So might miss that game, but Right after dinner, I might catch either the end of that game or, you know, little Lakers-Nets at 8 o'clock. It's not bad. It's not bad. What I like about the slate is you kind of have, depending on when you eat, right, you kind of have a couple of gaps here where you can maybe fit a couple, you know, you can fit a game in here, you know, that kind of a thing. Net, I should say, Knicks-Hawks is that is that chance if you're waking up a little later, Presence at you know maybe nine or ten eat a little breakfast at 11 and you're you're watching nick's hawks between breakfast and lunch that's pretty good right there you know what i mean and then you roll into bucks celtics so i i do know a few friends that'll probably watch if they can all the games <laughs> so it won't matter to them when they eat you know they'll eat during the games but um i'm just thinking as far as you know balancing the family and the hoops you know that's when you know you gotta that that's when this kind of comes into play but just the storylines real quick obviously the knicks are are arguably the most desperate team playing on christmas day they really need a win badly kemba back in the fold um again like i said earlier it's looking worse and worse why kemba was taken out but if he needed the rest he needed the rest so that i don't know just just speculation there but i'm happy to see him back he's played well i hope he, hope he hopefully he can have a big night on christmas or i should say a big day on christmas day at the Garden. knicks have struggled on christmas day historically at least of late so be nice to see the knicks win one on christmas day against atlanta buck celtics i mean besides um you know it's it's the forgotten match but match potentially the day along with mavs jazz but it's a good one. You know, seeing the Bucs, the defending champs on Christmas Day against a uh, Celtics team still kind of trying to find themselves through 30 games of the season could be a fun game. It really could. I wish the game was in Boston. I think it would be a better game uh, if it was in Boston. I think the Bucks will probably run through the Celtics. But for now, um, it's looking pretty good on paper. And then on ABC at five, I mean, you get the two best teams in the, I guess it's the rubber game right now between them. Suns Heat. Suns Heat. Suns Warriors. You know? It's great to see that on Christmas Day. And uh and then potentially the game of the day, if Katie and LeBron play. Lakers Nets, you know, the two teams that I preseason picked to get to the finals. We will see how they look. In Los Angeles, almost at Staples Center again, crypto.com arena. It's not going to, that's going to, that's going to take time to get used to right there. But to be fair, you know, if you're on the East coast, you got no work the next day. That's the other tough part about that. The late Christmas games, people have work the next day. It's a shame. You know, some people luckily like myself, you know, don't work between, um, Christmas and new year's. Although again, I'll be doing the podcast obviously, but my main work, uh, is not taking place between the holidays. So it's, uh, it's fine for me to stay up. You know, I I can afford to sleep in the next day. A lot of people can't. So the, the Mavs jazz game is a tough one because if you start it, there's a very good chance you're not finishing it. Whether it's because you're tired from eating, you know, (laughs) and, uh, you know, whether it's Turkey, ham, chicken, whatever you guys uh, go for on Christmas. I think, I think, Unlike Thanksgiving, Christmas is much more wide open as far as what you make. But um, at least, at least for us. Uh, But especially Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, we go all over the place uh, as far as what we've made. But you know, it's funny with um, with that late game because you know, if you start it, you might have you know had a you know day filled with eating, so you might fall asleep anyway, or you got to wake up the next day so you you know you might get to halftime be like you know what i gotta go to bed so it's tough about the east coast man with some of these with some of these games but west coast i mean you're loving life 9 a.m Knicks hawks uh 11 30 right bucks celtics 2 p.m suns warriors 5 p.m lakers nets you can eat that while you can you can eat that you can watch that while you're eating dinner pardon me and then you got 7:30 for jazz mavs. You're living life. You got time to go out drinking afterwards if anything's open. So, you're feeling good if you're out on the West Coast. And uh you know what's funny? I remember uh just a brief uh lame story here. I went to Hawaii in college uh, for a uh, broadcasting trip and uh I remember getting there And the day we got there, I think we got there around, it was like a, it was a long flight. It was like a 12 hour flight to get there. No, no, uh, stops. And when we got there, it was like early in the morning, I think. Like it was, it was like maybe nine or 10 in the morning when we landed in Honolulu. And let me just double check the time difference. But, um, I think it's like, let me see. Wow. That, Ooh, that's, it's a, what well, is it? It's a five hour difference. I believe. Yeah. It's a five hour difference. So I remember like being there early. And then later in the day, it's like, I don't know, three or three 30 and Sunday night football was on. And I was just like, Oh my God, it's light outside. And Al Michaels is, on. It was really, it was a crazy, uh, crazy experience. But if you're in Honolulu, if you're in Hawaii, if you're on one of the islands, you're feeling great. You're feeling great. 7 a.m. Right when you're waking up possibly for presents. Knicks Hawks. You're feeling good. Just a couple hours later, 9.30. You've got Bucks Celtics. And so on and so forth. Noon. Suns. Warriors. You know, 3 p.m. Lakers. Nets. And then you've got, what is that? 530. Jazz Mavs. And you can eat dinner. You're feeling great. So, it is what it is. Wherever you are out there, listening to the podcast, taking in the NBA action during the holiday season. I really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, I think that's going to do it. don't really have anything else to talk about this week. It's a great slate. It really is. I'm going to try to get in as much of it As possible again Knicks play tonight against Washington so we will discuss that game uh, along with the rest of the games uh, over this next uh, upcoming seven days on the next show um, which will be on New Year's Eve the show will debut 9 a.m on December 31st Um, and uh, I'm trying to think after that we really don't have any holidays for a while. So it'll be back to kind of normal scheduling, no hiccups, no hurdles to get over, um, in the middle of it. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm excited for that. Uh, Just one last thing. Um, before we go, uh, I did want to mention that, uh, we are getting some really good feedback on the show. It really has been a phenomenal year for the podcast. I was going to mention this next week, but there's a lot to talk about next week. So I just want to mention this now, you know, we've gotten great feedback from the guys at the website that allow us to do this. We've gotten great feedback from you guys, the fans uh, of the podcast from day one, you guys have been extremely supportive of the podcast. And, um, you know, like I said, July 1st of 2022 will be the three year anniversary of the podcast. And, uh, you guys are a big reason why we've gotten through these two and a half years. And again, a big chunk of this time uh, has been during COVID. So uh, a lot of this time has had COVID in the middle of it. And you guys have still listened strong. And uh, it really means a lot that you guys are going to continue to do this, continue to be a part of the show, continue to reach out at stj seven on Twitter or postingandtoasting.com, shock, shock, Nick's podcast in the, um, uh, on the homepage, click on the logo, leave a comment below, or again on clubhouse. Uh, you can hit us up there. Shock, shock, Nick's talk. You can follow the page. It continues to grow. Um, you can also, um, just follow me on clubhouse. Sean St. Jacques is the place to go. It's S A I N T space, capital J A C. Q U E S. So that is the way to do it. Uh, if you want to hit me up during the holidays, uh, sometimes, sometimes you guys do hit me up during the holidays. It is much, much appreciated. So I hope you guys continue to do that as we move forward. That's all I got. That is all I have this week. Not a ton to talk about outside of the Knicks and the NBA Christmas slate, um, and COVID, obviously COVID continues to be a big part of our lives. And uh, I I just hope the biggest thing I hope, right? I hope you guys enjoy the holiday season, right? I hope you guys have been enjoying it. I hope you continue to enjoy it. And if you have the chance to have family and friends over safely this holiday season, I really hope you guys enjoy that. You deserve it. You've worked really hard. I, I haven't met you guys in person, many of you, but you've worked really hard this year. You deserve the holiday break so for those that are working during the holidays you guys are saints man i i I feel for you guys so much i've been i've been that guy in the past i'll be that guy probably in the future knowing the way my profession works Um, i've been away from my family for certain holidays it stinks um so i really hope you know for those people out there that are working right now um this this is uh this one is for you guys i really hope you guys are Enjoying it. I hope you if you're listening to the podcast on the job right now. I don't know if you guys are. I don't know if that's how you guys take it in, but if you are, a big old salute to you guys. You guys are the best. So um and to our you know, to our to our men and women in the armed services that are working during this time as well. We can't thank you guys enough. So all right, that's enough thank yous. I, I vamped enough. Um that's gonna do it for this week's episode of the Shock Shock Nicks podcast on the posting and toasting podcast network merry christmas everyone enjoy christmas eve and christmas day happy kwanzaa to everyone that celebrates kwanzaa out there as well happy holidays to everybody happy new year as well and i will see you guys next time on new year's eve no less on the shock shock nicks podcast and the posting and toasting podcast network and let's get a win this time on christmas day for the Knicks.